0: To Dirty John. Woo! Girl. Dirty deeds, done dirt cheap. <laughs> Dirty deeds, done dirt cheap. And the done dirt cheap. Woo! Jesus. And welcome to Battle of Podcasts. Hello! I am your host, Temu. And I
1: am Mallory, the other host. Another host. Hostess, whatever. I'm not a host.
0: I'm not a fucking cookie. You're not a host well, hostess aren't cookies. They're like cakes and donuts. Shitty things. It's it's bakery goods. Okay. She's no baked good. She ain't Mm. no baked good. Full of preservatives. Yes. She is.
1: (laughs) I will be when I'm dead and they put me to science.
0: Oh. Well, there we go. That's you know, something that we can listen to down the line, folks, and decide how we want to take care of Mallory body. I mean, now that we're on the subject, I guess, how would you like
1: to to go? Like, this is the go, question? The question will be like, when you die and pass on, <laughs> oh. do you wish to be buried? Do you wish to be turned into a diamond after your ashes are compressed? What kind of shit is this? Especially after tossed th- into space. This docu- This show that
0: we've listened to. It's pretty to, dark. It's, this, this is dark, too. It's pretty dark. So I'm asking uh. the darker question. Well, I mean, like I said, in the Palms movie that I saw over Mother's Day mm. with Diane Keaton, she put her ashes in a firework and became a firework. Maybe I'll be a firework. What type of firework was it?
1: Like a real firework. No, Not I mean, like one like, like when those pew pew. Or was it like a oh my god, this is what it was like was a big, firework or fireworks.
0: It was a firework where it like literally went up and it gave you like the big you the boom, know like you big, felt it in your chest. Yeah, but it, no, it wasn't like a big explosion, but it was like pew, and it was like a real like one big huge big huge firework. Okay. So I feel like I might want to become a firework because I think that's pretty cool. What would be the firework you'd want to be? Because there's so many different types of fireworks but that show up. I don't know. Would you I want to be a willow tree that, like, comes down? Maybe. I like willow trees. That's fine. I don't know the types of fireworks, except <laughs> maybe I would want to be, like, a green one because green is my favorite color. That's all I got.
1: Cool. I had a friend once who told me that she wanted to be cremated and then her ashes steadily spread into the salt and pepper shakers at, like, a Denny's. Oh, ew. (laughs) And I was like, that's. we're in high school that's a little aggressive whoa
0: (laughs) guys if you're in a denny's you are (laughs) inhaling the ashes of somebody subsequently it might not be mallory's friend it might be frenchie's (laughs) kill i haven't gone to a denny's since so
1: i mean i haven't kept in contact with her who knows (laughs) anything could be happening okay what about you (laughs) Uh, you know, I kind of enjoy the. I have two different ones. I kind of like uh, the tree planting,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where they just put your ashes in, and they're like, "Let's plant this tree," and, and then her ashes will. Well, I know, I'll just be used for some sure. fucked up house anyway. So, yep. or I do kind like of like they'd even shot into space. Oh. Like, I kind of like the idea of like my ashes going out there, hitting some planet, and then that creating life. Oh. And then that life coming back because they have the memories of me and putting revenge on earth. Like, wow. I kind of enjoy that. That
0: went deep. <laughs> that went deep. That went deep fast. All right. Well,
1: there you go, folks. Either that or I do, again, in college. I have some weird-ass fucking friends. Wow. Where when it Art started school. being turned into a diamond, like pressurizing your ashes. Uh-huh. She told her fiancé that if she ever died. I remember the stupid story. Yep. And (laughs) (laughs) she said, you have to pressurize it so that way if you ever get married again, that my diamond is what you will use to ask her to marry you. And Uh then she would just possess her and they could continue to be married. Wow. Creepy.
0: Going on into Dirty John. Well, I feel like that's kind of like a good (laughs) horror movie.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think it would be a good one.
0: No. Okay, guys. So if I you, think it would be great.
1: I mean, think about it. There's so
0: many good possibilities. So many. Don't do that. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Don't right. possess your friends. Your Don't friend. possess your fiance's fiance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this like is this a new rule book now? Uh-huh. Don't possess your fiance's fiance.
0: Things to do before you die. <laughs> or when you're dead. Don't possess your fiance's fiance.
1: Whose name fiance? Whose
0: name is Fiancé with a Y. <laughs> and an apostrophe. And with that, let's get into it. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, should we do we podcast like this now that we have this fancy clicker thing? We do have, okay, a, fancy we have a fancy. I don't know.
1: Tracker. I kind of liked my other one where I was okay. Well,
0: you do your news lady post, you do your news lady pose. I'm gonna do my whatever pose like this.
2: That's stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just took it.
2: <laughs> we can never <laughs> see <lose,
0: right? laughs> You moved. Okay, do it. Okay, news lady pose. News lady. I'm just gonna be like there. <laughs> okay, it worked. Yay. It worked. <laughs> All right. Hey, we that might, only took 30 seconds. We might be proud of these. I'm not sure. <sighs> we haven't looked at them yet, but we'll see. We podcast like this. This is how we podcast. All or, right. this is how we podcast. Do, 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 do. This is how we podcast. Anyway. I kind of like that one, actually. That's a probably... good one. Yeah. Cool. We love you, Beyonce, but still. It's a little groovier.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had actually never heard of Dirty John until you told me about it. Which right. is not shocking or surprising. Well, no. Because I brought it up to another friend and she was like, yeah, I listened to that like
0: years ago when it mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Okay, years ago. It was just like two years ago or something, cuckoo. I
1: don't know. Fine. Things go
0: fast on the internet. Yeah, whatever. It's like Ferris Bueller. Things go fast. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. <laughs> like anyway. <coming> fast. <laughs> so fine. So what ended up happening is that I watched the, the right. Dirty John show on Bravo mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving time, and I was like, oh, my God, we absolutely need to do this for the podcast now, because it's baz- bazanas. Now,
1: remind me, was the Bravo show a documentary or was it no, a reenactment?
0: it was a reenactment. So it had Connie Britton and Eric Bana okay. as Deborah and, and John. And so it was literally like they took the podcast and kind of made it into into what it was. A docudrama or a series. Right, right, right. Limited series. So it was like six episodes or eight episodes or something like that and we were I was watching it with my Minnesota family and we were literally screaming at the TV every <laughs> night because we were like what the fuck are you doing why is this happening so to tie
1: into this I know this is a little early on but we talked about also that other
0: guy from Minnesota because you
1: said this there's is a actually,
0: Minnesota version of Dirty John yes. right
1: and so I watched the clips of that that was on Oxygen I actually didn't mm-hmm. watch the documentary that they had of it from what I could tell So, I mean, this is the hard part of this. This is the reason why I sometimes have a hard time listening to crime things, (laughs) uh, watching the shows, etc. Because in all reality, a lot of it is like we're taking this weird pleasure by taking entertainment value out of this terrible event that happened to these people. There, I think that there can be right ways and wrong ways of doing it. And uh is this still taking pictures? It still is. Is it? <laughs> yes, no, it's it not. A, it just did I a timer. Just it off. Yeah, but
0: it did a timer oh. and I'm pretty positive it's okay. like another picture. Well, let's just pause. I'll go <laughs> stop it. Well, this is gonna be fun. We'll I know. It. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I just saw it go click, click and then it like
1: <laughs> and, and, how many pictures are there?
0: Why do you sound scared? I just, I'm
1: very ultimately scared.
0: <laughs> 90. <laughs> look at how That's many we have to choose from. No, not really. Like here. A lot of us looking at each other. Some of this. Like, bleh, bad. Bad. Ooh, bad. Just keep scrolling no, through. Just, I don't, I don't want to look out. Okay. Our first ones. Ah.
1: See, this is where we don't know that it's going.
0: Uh, uh, wow. This is us trying it. Yay. Nope. 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 Looking. Googling. That's it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, we podcast like that. Oh, we do podcast legit. exactly like that. <laughs> Minnesota Dirty John.
1: Right. Yeah, going back to the Minnesota and the main thing that that I really enjoyed about the podcast itself was trying to take it from their points of views. And it was a little easier, spoiler alert, when it comes to the Dirty John one because they didn't have his side. He was dead. They were able to get it from their sides instead, coming from that angle. Anyway, what I thought was interesting from the clips that I saw of the Minnesota one... Yes, Derek
0: Aldred. Thank Mm -hmm. you.
1: I didn't like the aspects where they were showing him and while they were – I get why they were showing it, why they were getting his ugly lies um, Mm -hmm. on tape. And for me, it's just one of those situations where, like, I just feel so gross inside, where I'm like, this person and human being exists, and they're doing this, like – and we're giving them – Like I remember when I was in Las Vegas in college and there had been a shooting that had occurred and he sent a tape to the journalists Uh and they showed it everywhere. And you could just see the visceral hatred that this person had and they were just giving him this platform what he wanted Mm -hmm. and i was like stop fucking focusing on that disgusting human being who did what he did and let's talk about the fact that here are the victims here's what we're doing let's help these let's raise them up don't put don't give him the power that he asked for because he clearly doesn't care because i'm pretty positive that he even killed himself afterwards but he still wanted – it's like there's this infamy aspect that he had with this that that's why he said – Did says. Derek kill himself? No, not Derek. I'm talking about Las Vegas. Oh,
0: Las Vegas. It's
1: like you're giving this person this power that he asked for and wanted clearly. He gave you this video mm-hmm. to try to portray it. Like, so that's where I'm like there's this weird line. I don't know what it is. I honestly don't. Maybe it's because we don't talk about it enough. Maybe it's because of where we are at. But I did enjoy at the very end last clip that was on there that – the lady who was producing it and Mm -hmm. who's a journalist, it happened to her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, that's the reason why we were able to do what we did because they trusted me. They knew that it's like, I'm not going to be coming at this from an angle of this is your fault. How did you get here? Mm -hmm. How did two smart? How did three smart? How did all these women who are very accomplished get to this point of being taken so hard by this person and instead was coming at it from like a sympathetic empathetic and carrying angle and showing that it's like these people who act like this who do these types of horrible things are evil
2: mm-hmm.
1: let's not victim blame here and instead show how it got to that point and making people more aware of it if okay. that makes any sense whatsoever sure we move on
0: you done off your soapbox i did uh, okay. the soapbox is off Let's preface this whole entire episode with no one here is Mm victim-blaming because none of us have been in this situation. It's something that we cannot understand because we've never been in that situation. Not to say that it's not something that can or cannot happen. Right,
1: no. And, I mean, I'll come up and say, like, even just with friendships, this is romantically, but even with just friendships, people are taken all the time in small ways, whether it be from a commercial Whether it be, I mean, people talk about scam artists all Mm -hmm. the time and simple affairs Mm -hmm. of, like, car dealerships or, you know, and those ways. People get taken, and this is done to a degree of these people are vulnerable.
0: And it doesn't matter if you are the smartest person in the world or the, quote, unquote, whatever you believe is the dumbest person in the world. It can happen to any of us at any given point because we want certain things in our life, and we're going to, like, kind of be blinders on when it comes to, these particular things that people are showing us. and We want to also believe, at least this was an extreme case of it, and I'm just going to go there with it, that people
1: are good. Yes, and I think that that's the reason why I think with Dirty John, it was such an interesting case. For those of you who are unaware, this was a scam artist who clearly did not have a very good background, but he lied about every, like pretty much taking the small, tiny truths that he had, making them bigger than they were, And would find women who were rich, lie to them continually to get them to trust him, and then would take their money, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then when it started to go sour for any point at all, would do a switcheroo of complete and utter anger, making them fearful for whether it be their lives or whatever was happening. Sometimes they would give him money and just be like, let's be done with it. But, I mean, he even had, he was married and had two children.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And scammed his own wife.
1: Many wives, technically. First wife. his first
0: wife. Okay, so let's start since this kind of will usher in our red flags portion of our experience. This will open up our foray into red flag exploration and yes. I watched this with my Minnesota family and we were like, "Whoa, like the flags were really obvious to us and we were really concerned as we watched the Bravo docu series or Re-enactment. series yeah. re-enactment a bit. We were kind of like, wow, like seriously, what what, what is preventing you from seeing <laughs> like all of this stuff is happening way too fast.
1: And what was really interesting, I don't know if they went into the docuseries much about that, but within this family, there had already been yeah. a major tragedy. Mm-hmm. So the woman... Who is the main focus? There's other women who they talk to throughout the podcast. Deborah. What happened to the main person was that Deborah. Deborah. Was that her sister mm-hmm. had married someone, had a child, and it got so bad within that relationship that when they were trying to divorce and like sell the home, he actually killed her, shot her in the back of the head, mm-hmm. then left, tried to harm himself as well, but then it actually didn't work. Right. And he essentially, I mean, I wouldn't say he got away with it. He got away with it. But he did. He got away with it. Especially within the family. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the hardest part that I'm like, i that's the part that I – I don't fully understand that forgiveness that was given. But neither here nor there, having that very traumatic event happen within your family, that brought out a lot of... make me more cautious. Right. And I think that that was kind of why this was a different angle, an idea of it, of saying, this already happened, this tragedy already happened within this family. Uh, And yet... It's happening again. It's happening again in many lights. Mm-hmm. And I didn't fully understand going through the podcast. I mean, you had watched it. Did you think it was going to go how it went down at the end there? We, I didn't know how serious it really was.
0: Well, in the show, they had showed, like, trailers oh, of some okay. things. But we didn't know. They wouldn't show you who died. Okay. And I wasn't sure, like, in the very beginning. We were like, well, who is that? And then towards, like, later on, I figured out that it must be Tara. Tara. I just assumed he killed Tara. Okay, okay. So.
1: Because, I mean, it took until I think the last episode mm-hmm. for them to really talk about, and this is how serious mm-hmm. it got. Because in the beginning once I was like, okay, he's laundering money. He's doing whatever. And then they started getting more into, like, he was threatening. And I was like, oh, how serious do the threats actually get? I mean, it's so hard to know. Someone can threaten – people on the road cut each other off all fucking day. And then they say, I'll fucking kill you. And then how serious are you supposed to take that? But I think, like,
0: so that's one of the flags that happened pretty early on was where he threatened her other daughter, Mm -hmm. Jacqueline, and was like, guess what? I will shoot her at fifty paces, or blah 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 blah. Right, and then we're done. Like you don't threaten my kid, regardless of whether right. or not you are joking or not joking. We're done. That's not a joke. It's not funny. There's nothing hilarious or humorous about that, and it's nothing like oh, you're so silly. <laughs> no, get the fuck out of my house because you're not threatening my children. Bye bye.
1: See, that's where I'm done. right? And that's where it comes into. I mean, I think a lot of people. The reason why there's that judgment there is because a lot of people are like, you can have business smarts, but you can't have street smarts necessarily. Like, you can have Fair that point. type of mm-hmm. that type of aspect mm-hmm. on it, but most of the time, these people, it's it's they have a mark. Absolutely, they're looking for the vulnerable. They're looking right. for the people they who are emotionally wrong. And raw. these people are
0: are super predators, and they know exactly what they're looking for. Deborah had been in abusive relationships previously. She obviously had experienced this trauma in her past. She had allowed men to do a lot of other things to her, physically abuse her, mentally abuse her, steal her money, all these things in the past. So the fact that this happened while unfortunate, mm-hmm. not necessarily surprise, especially to her family, because they were like, we don't want this to continue to happen to you. We would like for you to realize and see what's in front of you and see the flags that they're throwing at you and be like, no, but you really want love so much right?' that you're kind of like and it bypassing it.
1: Right. And when it comes to family, I think it's very common for – People to let things go, to not fully... Like, know something is bad, but still make excuses. Sure. Or to, you know... And there was a point in this early on in the relationship where the kids did not like him. And she went to her therapist and said, here's everything. And from her point of view and her vision of how things were and what was going on, even her therapist said, you deserve to be happy. Mm -hmm. If he's making you happy and he's acting this way and he's doing all that... Don't let your kids be the deciding factor. I on wrote that. that down as
0: a funny part because I was like, her therapist is telling her not to let her kids bully her. And yet, yes. she's being bullied and harassed by this man. But to be fair, if you're not telling your therapist, your therapist exactly. is only going to tell she you what's She would have no idea about what's happening, right? right?
1: Right. And it's the same thing with it. Th- I mean, and I don't
0: think Deborah really knew or understood no, at that point in time either what no. was happening.
1: I mean, and you can hear it in her voice as she talks about it, as she. Even says, like, I mean, that's when he started opening up. But it's like mm-hmm. every single time that she was starting to have, like, maybe this is weird. He would suddenly be a vulnerable in a different way that allowed her to be like, oh, but he's a human and uh-huh. he's doing this. And it's...
0: He just really loves me.
1: He knew how to play into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's so... sociopath.
0: Yes. I feel like he's a psychopath, but whatever.
1: Probably. Very he's clearly. Very possible.
0: So I started writing down the red flags Mm -hmm. but as you can see there's a very large list (laughs) yes both both sides of the page Mm -hmm. and it's not like a red flag to be like girl but it's kind of also like girl what are you thinking like you know first of all what i've learned about this as i approach this age range (laughs) is not to date on our time boom because clearly crazies are on (laughs) Our time. <laughs> what is our time? <laughs> so our time, Mallory, is a dating site for people 50 and over. Oh, It's the match.com Is it because oh. it's
1: our time? Right. It's our
0: time to take it back. Right. Okay. So I am approaching our time time. And I'm like, no. You are not. Well, yeah, I got a couple years, but I'm going to hit our time time. You have like five years. So it's for 50 and over. Mm-hmm. Know, you're not a senior. it's funny. And they're not seniors either. <laughs> My, I have a very good friend at work who she has met a lovely, gentle fellow on our time and things are going well. She met another person that they didn't go so well. But then she met this other person and they went well. So, you I mean, know what I mean? Like, it just matters. It's just, it's just how life goes. That was what I picked up from it was like, not our time, never a dating site because dating sites equal predators. <laughs> That's what I figured out. Is there ever a good time to meet someone, though? Nope, because hospitals also equal predators. <laughs> because he was finding people in hospitals to yes. prey on.
1: So for those of you who have not listened to this podcast, he originally was a nurse who took a, a course. A nurse
0: anesthetist.
1: Yes. And then started changing his story, making it bigger. That he a bigger was that he was a doctor and that he actually, you know, helped with these sorts of things. So in all reality, what he would end up doing is these poor people who were taken out of anesthesia, like being like, Oh, I'm waking up from this really weird whatever and he's like,
0: let me help you with your pain. Right. He he, would, these like, are very, very vulnerable people.
1: He would very steal vulnerable. their drugs. He would steal their drugs for himself, but then also one of them he actually ended up dating and taking money from her Uh as well. I mean, talk about taking advantage. I mean,
0: he was a decent looking dude, but I mean, like, my God, he's no Brad Pitt. He's no Keanu, no. He's no Idris. And it's to be fair, it's really he's no Boris because I had to get two (laughs) blacks. Anybody,
1: if you can read through this, or even the people who are taken advantage of with Derek, the fact that these people don't go for necessarily cynical people, they go for these optimistic, absolutely stable, happy, positive, good outlook on life. Really
0: can't take the. They won't detect the bullshit because they're like. Well, I mean, come on, mm-hmm. you know that's just not true. They give, yeah, they, they really the give excuses, benefits of
1: the doubt. Benefits of the doubt, pure and simple.
0: Because when you, it's
1: it's one of those like if you once we get to this list, you should you should start saying it. I'm gonna you, read it.
0: Okay, you know what I'll do? Let's play this game real quick. Okay, <laughs> so I'll read the list, and when I get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm done, like that's my red flag quotient. Okay. Then we'll Okay, but
1: just saying though that like when you have one. It's not. You're like, okay, that's something you can't like put it, and it's spread out over time.
2: Once you have them written down,
1: you're kind of like, oh shit, many pages. So okay, continue. Okay,
0: all right. So I'm gonna start. He would not leave her house on the first date. He dressed inappropriately for all occasions. He said he loved her and wanted to marry her on the second date. Oh, that would be me. So I got literally three in. Yeah, no,
1: because the other ones I would have felt really weird about, and I probably, honestly, knowing me, I probably would have ended it earlier. But that one, off uh, for certain, if I was like, eh, I don't know, I don't know, and then he was like, I want to marry you, because that's happened to me. Oh, where someone was just like, Oh, you're the perfect, you're, and Aww. I was like, You don't fucking you're know my me. Perfect and, I was
0: and I know someone
1: else who they didn't look at that as a red flag, and who knows if they'll be happily
0: married? Mm, probably because denial i'm gonna go through the rest yes please go through that i mean where was your point he wouldn't leave my house on date one (laughs) (laughs) i mean yes that would have been we should okay so this is yeah date one she let
1: him come over to her house and then he jumped and on the bed and was like oh this is so comfortable Uh i could never leave here i'm Uh not gonna leave and she had to like forced him out, yep. and then later, much later in the series, she finds out that it's because he had been out of prison for, like, what, two days? A
0: day or two, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Fresh out. It, had he's
0: immediately out. found her, and he's just, she's like, of course he thought I was comfortable. Uh-huh. He'd been on prison cut. And of course he looked like a hobo because fresh out of jail. All right, so I'm going to keep going. She rented the $6,500 uh, $6, a month house together. He didn't put his name on it. And put no money on it because he said he had tax problems. He had a bad temper. He was a nurse but called himself a doctor. By that point, well, she didn't know that he wasn't a doctor for a long time. Yo, she did. That's when she found out because her oh, daughter went and found the right. certificates. Were they married by then? Uh, they got married in Vegas two months into dating. That's next. Okay. Two months into dating. Her money starts going missing. This already happened to her older sister, and her sister was murdered by her obsessive husband. He installed security cameras everywhere in the home, in the bedroom, all kinds of places, and at her job, so he can look at where she is at any moment of the day. Which they never really got into, but it was because of the fact that some random chick was in their home, and they think right. she knew him somehow. Exactly, like, yeah. Like, either she was so homeless in the, and... In the show, it's someone he was fucking and, like, doing uh, drugs with. that He was like, go do this thing, be here at this time. Like, they had made a plan. Okay, wait. What was the plan, though? The plan was for this to happen, so that for that to be the impetus for him to for be him able to, be to able put, put the put cameras, in the in.
1: cameras. Okay, because they never got back into that in the okay. podcast. Yeah.
0: Um. He always wore scrubs that were dirty all the time, every place. Oh, he I went. thought they were
1: clean. No, no, because they talked. To, oh, no. Although no, you're right, because they were like, no, you need like, to be pristine. Exactly. Because yep. his fingernails were always dirty. Yep.
0: He was taking testosterone and oxy. He was in Iraq as a medic, but killed people. And mind you, he's in his fifties by this point, too. Yep. Correct. He played video games all day. Threatened to kill her daughter jokingly. The family found out he was. He went to jail and was not in Iraq. She found out he was working. He wasn't working and used and used an excuse like, "Oh, I'm not working because." So yeah. So there's a lot of uh, questionable circumstances. That I was kind of like, wow, we took it forward and forward and forward. And even after she learned all of this, Mm -hmm. left and was starting to, like, get herself on even footing.
1: Because her therapist also said, like, hey, get shit together if you're nervous and worried. Because at that point, she said, get a new place, slowly remove yourself. And since he was in the hospital. I think that
0: was the, the... the detective
1: no 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 no. that was for a different person because from this one he had gone into the hospital because he had which is very similar to the minnesota one too mm-hmm. he had gotten into the hospital back because problems. he had back problems and then, bowel and
0: then from drugs.
1: exactly and he was there for a good amount of weeks and that's mm-hmm. when she was like i'm going to get a new apartment mm-hmm. i'm gonna you know and her therapist maybe it was the detective i just or the um was it a private detective mm-hmm. that she hired Saying like, hey, you need to do this Mm -hmm. sort of thing. And then as soon as he got out, then all of a sudden she went back and then he was living with her again. And she described it as saying it could be an incredibly cold, cold day. Or maybe it was the opposite where he said, where she just said, you know, it could be an extremely, extremely maybe hot day. And he could put on a sweater and convince you Mm -hmm. that actually it was cold. Yep. That's how good he was. Yep.
0: He also potentially killed his own daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was hooked on fentanyl. He hated women. <laughs> I mean,
1: yes, doy, but in the same breath, like, you don't know that until you hear everything. Like, everything's coming at you. Which is the one good thing that happened with the Minnesota one, where as soon as he was in the hospital, and all three of them started finding out oh. about each other, and she was like, Print all this off. Call me when you read this. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was very smart.
0: Those ladies were on it. Yeah, he, he um he did quite a bit to make her believe that he was an honorable human. Absolutely. And she ignored all the signs that he wasn't.
1: Right. Which I think let's get into that right after this.
2: Have you ever finished a book and wondered what do I read next? Or wished that you were in a book club, but everyone you know says they don't have time to read? Maybe you enjoy audiobooks or are looking to try a new-to-you genre, author, or narrator. Hi, I'm Tamara, and I have a shelf addiction. I read books, listen to audiobooks, and I'm here to share with you the best of the best and to warn you off of the worst. I hope to open your mind to new and awesome books to feed your inner book nerd. I have a unique and honest perspective and I look forward to talking books with you. From entertaining book chats and interviews to five minute book reviews, there's something for every type of reader on the Shelf Addiction Podcast. Subscribe for free on your podcatcher of choice by going to shelfaddiction.com forward slash podcast and you too can have a Shelf Addiction.
1: okay so we're back let's get into how red flags and how it's so easy to miss them have you ever had a moment where things kind of kept presenting themselves and yet either you were that desperate or you just were like had that fantasy in your head of this is where i wanted to be so i'm going to ignore it Damn it, I got my whites fixed up again. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought you were so sure I last time. I thought it
0: time. was good. Um, yes, with the last whites. Okay. You know, I knew for sure. Like, I thought, okay, you know, this is going to work out. This is going to work out. There were some things that were popping up. Like, I never got to meet his family. I never met any of his friends. Um, one time, a friend of mine said, well, if you're not meeting his friends and family, then you're not his girlfriend. And I was like, shut up. You don't know anything. I stopped talking to her. And she was right. So, you know. get back in touch with her? I mean, we were in touch again. But yes. So yes, red, yes. I ignored the flags because I was like, no, but I saw it. It was perfect. Our future is great. And yeah, it wasn't. It was a
2: lie.
1: And I think that it has everyone. I know that I've myself uh, had, I mean, currently right now, looking for places and having that time limit. When you have a time limit in something, very easy to overlook. I mean, I literally just... This past weekend saw an apartment that I was like, oh my god, this space is so big, everything's so nice, the price is so perfect. And then I went into one of the rooms and went to the closet and opened it. And then I noticed that there was this barely alive mouse yes. <laughs> where this tail just slowly moving, and he looked at me and was just kind of like, have mercy. Have mercy. And I felt so <laughs> bad. And I had to go to the person who was like having the open house and be like, So there's a, there's mouse, a mouse that's in this bedroom. And it's like yes everything's seemingly perfect but you have to kind of
0: just not well i mean we do since we want it to be a specific way we tend to to put our blinders and blockers up so that we only see what we want to see because we want what we want we want that fantasy we want that We, we would love to have someone love us and to take care of us and to be supportive of us and and you know have a person a companion and those sorts of things and i think even as you get older, that becomes a little bit more important. I mean, when you're young, because you could be like, "I'm going to step on the corner and you know land the next person." Right. It's not as easy as you get older to do the same things. Um, and this and Deborah is very successful, and right. so it's even more difficult for her to find people who can respect her for where she is in her work life and provide her with that support that she needs to be able to go and be like, you know, you go shine, you go shine. Like a really, a good renaissance man, if we will. Well, and also I would say too, as you get older, some people think that as you get older, you get
1: more picky, but I would also say you begin to really understand well, who you are what you want. Who you are, what you want, but also just baggage. Everybody has it. I mean, by the time you are my age, even, I'm 32. So uh, I'm already forgetting my age. Oh my God. I just God. know that as you start to get into that point, it's like you're not a young... Nothing anymore where you are brand fresh and new out of the box. By my age, people have been divorced already. Sure. So you've already got these possible, like, oh, you have an ex wife. Oh, you have children Uh with an ex wife. Oh, you may have had a child out of wedlock and it was just an ex girlfriend, or there's already those sorts of things. So as you get older, I feel that, yes, you might get more picky, but also in the same breath, you just start realizing, like, oh, you have a past and, like, you understand it because everybody's got a past. And you're willing to kind of let it go, especially if that person during the time period that they're telling you all this stuff,
0: everything's perfect. They're giving you flowers every day. And you think, too, that you could be the one that changes it. Like, you're the one that's going to fix it. You're the one that's going to make it, make him be who he wants to be because he found you and you're the best.
1: And he's telling you that And he's telling every you that day. every single
0: day, making you smoothies and doing whatever.
1: See, I've let go of people within the first hour of a date because they're <laughs> that too obsessed. <laughs> I don't think they're obsessed with me. They're obsessed more with the idea. Not even just of me, just the idea of having someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's intense. I got to go.
0: <laughs> it's too much. I'm out. Yep. Bye. That's a cynic oh, for you. Oh Wow. See, Deep this to the is core. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. Uh, we, you you would have gotten three steps further than me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.
1: I don't know. I just know that I know you and I have had different family dynamics. We've had our own issues within our families as well. I can't imagine being and having these red flags and then literally everyone in your family not speaking with you, not talking with you. If they do speak with you, knowing that like- They don't want to speak with you with this person around, that would be awful. That's, no. so what was the point Uh, you had? That's so different. Because like I said, I didn't watch the show, so you watched the show first. Because I'm Mm -hmm. like, what was the point that you suddenly started realizing that this wasn't just some like simple con? In the podcast, they kept... That I personally
0: did or that she did? Because she never No,
1: she never really truly did. And even her mother, the fact Mm -hmm. that all that... I mean, (sighs) that one was really hard for me to swallow, was the fact that even... She's like, and I still love him for shooting my daughter in the back of
0: her head and killing her... I just, I don't know how I feel. So the interesting part about that piece of it was that her mom forgave the son who killed her daughter. Yeah. And was like, I love him. She testified for him. But I believe from based on the podcast, other family members did as well. Yes. And uh, they blamed the, the daughter for what happened to herself.
1: I, did, I mean, they didn't fully touch on it, but they a lot of them did forgive a lot more.
0: Well, and they blamed her because they were like, well, she wanted to leave and she wasn't and she didn't do like so they blamed their own family member for her own death by this man who was obsessed with her and would not just let her be divorced and be happy. So there's that. So who he, was
1: controlling of her life. And exactly. It was very... He fun. got
0: a whole five years in prison, but only spent two years in prison based off of like the could behavior be and time
1: served. Which is a whole nother topic that the, we could ever get into of the fact that men who do these terrible, horrible things... Yep. And get off with good
0: whatever. So I did write Ugh. that this shows the issues with the justice system. <laughs> it makes me furious. I am personally not sure if a black man would ever be out of jail. Oh, fuck no. For even John's drug bust. Mm-mm. Like not even, I mean, like for any of
1: it. We've seen an ounce of weed and they've been <laughs> in prison for life. Like, <laughs> no. fuck me.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I just remember like slightly off topic back in college when... Uh, LimeWire and all that Napster, mm-hmm. all those were really hitting their strides. And that's when it came out that a man or anybody could go to prison longer for downloading one song right. illegally mm-hmm. than raping someone. Right. And that's when I was like, what? fuck this. <laughs> like, fuck this. And it... Most people don't, I feel like at this point, everybody should know it. If they don't know it, why don't you know it? But that's just insane to me to know that these people can do these horrible, terrible things. And yet it's more important that someone continually gets their money when they mm-hmm. listen to a song. Metallica. God, then yes. this person who did this horrible thing, please let them continue to live their lives. They did something they're they're, they're able to come back through versus... You did this horrible thing and this person will never, ever, ever have their life back again I'm going to tell you
0: what. If I had a child and if my child got married to some man and if some man decided that he sh- just was going to shoot my child in the back of the head because she wanted to just leave him and he couldn't deal with that, do you think I'm going to forgive him? Are you insane? That is the most ridiculous thing that I cannot I, – I personally – cannot wrap my head around and I don't care I'm not blaming her for deciding to choose forgiveness but that is just something that is just not something that I can do it's
1: it's I mean if you if anybody goes to therapy the first thing that you pretty much should be learning is the fact that you cannot control other people's actions You have control only of your own actions and your own words. And it's one of those things where it's like again, going back to someone cut someone off in traffic, you do have a choice and how you react yeah, you to that. You just keep going. You either keep going, you could say fuck you, you could follow them to their house and beat them up. <laughs> like there's many <laughs> options here. You do have a choice. And I'll tell you what, just because that other person was an asshole doesn't mean that it's their fault that you were even a bigger asshole. Decided to do what you did. Right. And so that is, I think, the hardest part of all of this is why victim blaming should not be occurring Absolutely. ever at all is the fact that it's like, just because these people, you can look at them however you will, right. it's not their fault that this
0: asshole did right. what he did. He could have just been like, okay, well, we'll get a divorce and we'll co-parent. Mm-hmm. Period. And, but in... in not, in, I'm going to take... I'm going to affect my son forever mm-hmm. by ruining his life, by taking his mother away, because I killed her. What?
1: And look at these terrible, horrible things that are currently even happening. That one guy who killed his wife, and then the daughter was like, I heard something. And then he killed her. Mm-hmm. And then the other daughter came and was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he killed her too. Like, we have a system. At, like, just we have a problem. We clearly have a problem. It needs to be addressed. I'm not professional. <laughs> to, to you know how to do that. None of us are professionals in this podcast. However, clearly this is a problem it needs to be looked at. Maybe it's because more frequently it's men and we never deal with that because look at what's no. happening in Alabama and all this because fuckery. Men. Right. Particularly white men. Dirty John was white. Yeah. Derek from Minnesota, white. Getting away with all this shit.
0: Like I said, I don't think a black man would have been able to get this far. No. He might have gotten out like maybe one or two more times. But I don't think he would have gotten as far as John did. And well, the best part about, like, the sister the sister being murdered part and the mom forgiving the brother-in-law was the fact that Deborah never forgave the brother-in-law no. for what he did. And she never liked guns. She refused. And she, re- she hated guns, but she to never have. forgave him for what he did. Which is very interesting to me because of all of the shit that this man did to her. She forgave all of it. She chose him over her family knowing... Twice. He was in prison, knowing he was doing drugs, knowing everything that she did, even at that point in time.
1: And I don't know if she actually admitted this in the podcast or not. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. But I think a lot of that has to do with the not just forgiving factor, but also not wanting to believe. I mean, because what that's admitting to, because there's that shame there that you... yeah. That made all, a mistake. That it, well, and made a mistake and a all of that part was a lie. That everything that he did sure. prior was a lie. And, and everything
0: that, that he did prior was a lie because he's yes. a psychopath. And that hurts.
1: I mean, I've been almost victim to even one of those, you won a cruise ship mm-hmm. situations back when I was in college. And they were and it got. All the way to the point that I was like, oh my God, that I won, I got a free trip. Holy <laughs> shit, this never happens. I never get anything free. And it got to the point of that credit card, yes, all we need is this because you do have to pay for taxes. And it turned out, I ended up like looking it up all on- online and stuff that they were like, actually no, it is true. Like this is not technically a scam because you are just paying for the taxes. Mm-hmm. and you can go on the cruise. But still, the fact that I'm—I consider myself to be someone who could never get in one of those situations.
0: Yeah, because you really wanted a trip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need a cruise, girl. I need it. I need it. I need it. Well, and speaking of trips, even we never—I know that I talked about this, but I think we cut it from a previous podcasts when I was walking the Camino de Santiago. What happened to one of the people that I was walking with, Catherine, mm-hmm. and the fact that she she's a doctor and she travels and heals people and helps with all the, like, very, very good doctor. The fact that even she was taken in because she believes in good and everybody mm-hmm. by this one person who was on the trail trying to say, this is how, like, I do things. People help me rebuild this part of the home. And then, like, they stay for a night and then you send on your way. And it ended up being almost a murder scene. Mm-hmm. But they were trying to take advantage of her. She's like, I even walk – and she had red flags. And I just remember – When she, thank God, met up with us that same night that she was able to remove herself from the situation, her even explaining to me, she's like, I don't understand how I even saw these red flags. And yet, Ignored them. You know, she's like, I got to the house and it was chained shut. And then he had to unlock it and it was really creepy. And then she walks in the door and she's like, literally the hallway littered with like weird knives. It was dark. She's like, there is. A small cot that was in the kitchen. The entire house was decrepit. And she's like, and yeah, I continued into the kitchen. And then, like, from there, it was like, hey, let's learn how to make stained glass windows. And, like, <laughs> do this crazy thing to help with this. And she just kept rationalizing it in her head of saying, like, well, yeah, we're trying to rebuild this home. Of course it's going to be a little weird and that the kitchen ceiling. And she kept rationalizing it until it got to the point where all of a sudden she's in the kitchen and they're making her lunch and they are putting weird mushrooms. And she's like, what are you adding to it? And they were, like, smoking weed. Mm-hmm. And he won't tell her what he's adding to the soup. He's just laughing really creepily. And that's when she's like, I have to get out of here. Like, that was her mom. And it's like everyone has this different weird threshold mm-hmm. of what they're able to do with it. And sometimes, like, maybe that person leaves and it honestly was nothing. Or maybe it was something. You never truly know. There is this weird trust... Always within our world. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's weird trust in just simply being like, I am taking my dog to the dog park. Who the fuck knows mm-hmm. who's at this dog park who will do anything? Like, whatever. The smartest of people, the dumbest of people, it happens to anybody, truly, honestly. And I think that's the hard part. It's easy to judge mm-hmm. because it may not have happened to you, mm-hmm. but it can literally happen to anybody.
0: It can. I'd say Are the, we
1: just trying to be nice? No, I think that, I mean, you've been taken... Yeah, like you said, you had that red flag. I've had my own. I don't know anybody who's not been in a situation of having their own red flags. Maybe the severity of the case. Maybe how far it goes. Clearly, there's tons of people that that happens to, though. Absolutely, and it doesn't. And I think that a lot of it comes down to we want it to be true. Right. Why did I almost get taken by someone who literally was giving me a trip? Because at that time, I was like, fuck, yeah. I need a trip. I would love to have a mm-hmm. vacation where I'm gone for two months doing whatever in this right. other country. Like, clearly, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy to do that when you're playing off these. And it's interesting because I started watching the show when I was watching, or when I was listening to this podcast called The Imposters. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever watched it before. Yeah. And they yep. only have the two seasons. Mm-hmm. Thank God, because it was kind of going out. But <laughs> <laughs> but they actually talk about in that show where they, like, you can't take someone who's not willing to be taken. Right. Exactly. Like, you have to want whatever they're giving mm-hmm. you in order to be taken. Yeah. You have to believe that snake oil salesman. And whether or not, I, I'm not. I think that's the part that's gray of like whether or not that's actually a good characteristic. I think that's the point. I don't think that there's one human being out there unless you are a cynical asshole or you literally are living in a
0: hole. So us. We are. We won't be taken by love. We <laughs> won't. Way, therefore, we will never have it <laughs> because we because, won't allow ourselves exactly, to which be is taken.
1: sad as all fuck. But the point being. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like you have to want to believe in it. I see relationships where all day long I'm just like, how can you do this? Mm-hmm. But they want to believe in it. They want to stay where they're at. They want for leaving, to for whatever reason. <laughs> and then you get the few moments like Jim and Ben where you're like, fuck it. I have to yeah, believe it for fine. a second. I
0: mean, whatever. Or Aaron and Rich. I mean, <laughs> again, we're just talking about men.
1: But still. <laughs> at the end of the day, though, I think – no, I think that there's always going to be a gray area, no matter where it is in life, that people can be easily taken because
0: okay, you so want to believe. It's fine that you want to believe, but what happens when you know, factually, that a person is not a good person, that you should be staying away from them, yet you take them back?
1: So we're talking about Trump
0: now. No, we're... Ta- well, <laughs> we're talking about Deborah and Dirty John because there came a point where she knew right. a bunch of shit about him. We know a bunch of shit about Trump right now, and, and yet... she took him back. And most people, yes, will take this idiot back too
1: because they don't believe it. <laughs> and that's kind of where... and I mean, we can talk about that in politics right now. Sorry, Deborah, to move this into a little bit. But it's super easy to do that. I think that it's that one of those where... There's that shame involved. There's that want to Mm -hmm. not have to deal with the aftermath. What do you do with the fact when you've been taken? Especially when all your money's been fucking taken. When you've invested this much into something, not only is there the shame and embarrassment, but then there's also the literal loss. Mm Mm-hmm. The physical, literal loss of what you have in there. And I'm sorry, she spent a lot of fucking money. She
0: spent a lot of money and was getting ready to give more money and knew full well that he was never going to stop until he took all of her money. So the only outcome could be that either she's dead or he's dead. And at the end of the day, it ended up being where... He got to the point where he was like, "Well, fuck it. I'm going to fuck with you and your family, and so I'm going to go after your kids. I'm going to kill your daughter." And so he went after her daughter. Yep. And thankfully, she Which at had, first
1: wasn't it possibly Jacqueline, but because Jacqueline saw him, he changed the yeah, thing. I think
0: that's kind of the thing, that, that's but what also it was. like Jacqueline had armed herself yes. and was like ready for him. And so she was a little bit more of the stronger one to know. But I think what ended up happening, too, was that she, because it was dark, she couldn't tell the real color of the car. And so when he went to Tara, Tara was looking for a different car and saw... He didn't, he wasn't in that particular car. So when he attacked Tara, thankfully she had zombie training from watching Walking Dead. I know. I mean,
1: they really, this is the hard part that I had with it, is because they really touched on the fact that, like, she's tiny, not even Mm -hmm. 90 pounds when wet. Mm -hmm. They're like, the important factors of this was literally, she watched The Walking
0: Dead. Yep.
1: That she happened to have her dog.
0: And she happened to have these hardy rain boots on because she was, she works in a kennel. And was working with dogs that day. Cleaning cleaning things.
1: And they're like, those are the literal only factors Mm -hmm. we can imagine. And she knew
0: to do a double tap. And she also knew to hit the brain. So she knew what to do because TV taught her. So something that TV did do was help this girl figure out how to take care of herself when she actually became, you know, got into a confrontation.
1: But, you know, like goes into that whole like video game asimov shit, where they're like, these kids, who's super good at video games, look at them shoot people, it's real! <laughs> so... I mean, I'm one of those people who's all about like video games didn't do it. It's your stupid psychology and people not paying attention. as community that did it. But
0: the best part, and I, I don't mean, well, yeah, I do mean the best part. The best part was that everybody was happy he was dead. Yes. Because you know what? Makes and it I, easier. Yeah, it does. And I know that like there's this big issue with like the death penalty right now and people are like, it's not good and blah, 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 blah. But the people who are victims who yep. know that these people will continue to victimize them and come back and come and back get and come back, back, back and are so scared, they can rest assured knowing full well that that fool is dead. Mm-hmm. He's never coming back to hurt them. They're never right. going to come back, and they're never going to hurt you ever again, and you can feel safe. I'm kind of half-a-half on that part I of know. Life. Like, sure, maybe they can do it in a more humane way, but I totally understand where a victim is coming from where they're like, I have never been able to rest for 45 years until I knew they they finally caught the Golden State Killer. You know right. what I mean? Like, I totally get that. And it's I totally f- understand, like, I know that Tara did not intend to kill Oh, John, God, no.
1: But she was fighting for her life. But she
0: fought for her life, and she fought till the end, and she fucked that fool up, and I'm happy for her. Well, and even
1: the fact that, like, its it's interesting that she was talking with her therapist, how her therapist was saying... You need to kind of let go Mm -hmm. of the fact that you're putting so much trust in dogs Mm -hmm. as your protectors and stuff. And I was like, fuck, I would be the same way. If indigo attacked and was ripping apart the person who was going after me and stuff, I'd be like, this dog ain't leaving my side for sure. I trust this dog with my fucking life. Obviously. Like, there's no
0: way. But you also can't expect that somebody won't do something right. to the dog. So you still have I mean, to take care of the yourself. We've watched like,
1: stupid we know. other shit. Where, we know. Yes.
0: Like, you always have to make sure that you can still take care of yourself. The fact that she could take care of herself being this very, very meek, right. mild, very sweet, from what they say, individual, who also, when you
1: think about it, That was another advantage was the fact that he assumed that she was going to be be an easy hit.
0: And even though he had stopped taking his testosterone, so he wasn't on steroids anymore. He had lost a a shit ton of weight. She was still two times smaller than him, and he—he I mean, he was like still, what six, like three or yeah, some he shit. He could still take her, even though he was like six two and like one hundred and sixty something pounds. She was still she was like five two or and some like shit, ninety pounds. So yeah. like he could still take her. So he assumed she was the weaker one of the right. family, and that's why he and went yet. for her. And yet she ended up being the strongest one. It and was it's hard for episode. her because again she's also extremely religious right and so this was really difficult for her to take this person's life and it's difficult to take a life regardless i've never well, done it i completely understand i would say that she didn't have a difficult time
1: in the moment because she wasn't thinking. well she, she, was, she was taking care of herself, for herself. But, but then right after but she afterwards was like, being like this i'm is sorry what i killed your
0: husband i killed your husband i'm so sorry right. and i think that like his own fucking sister was like girl Good for you. Right. You did the right thing. You did what was right. right. Take this bouquet of flowers mm-hmm. and have my family's thanks.
1: What was your main thought process by listening to this? And what would you say that you got most out of it?
0: Bitch, I will not go online dating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we clearly
1: got that I was from like, other things. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Nope.
0: Nope. Everybody
1: who does it is so
0: brave. Oh, they are. You guys. And I'm not
1: talking about that stupid hashtag so brave. <laughs> you took a selfie of yourself without makeup. Oh my I'm not gosh, talking about that shit. I'm talking all about the time. you
0: are literally you brave. Are, you are our champions and our heroes and our heroines because you have when hope. I watched this shit, I was like, oh, well, fuck that.
1: I just – it's so – because it is. It's difficult to know that there's these type of people out there. Like, you have to remind yourself, I'm sure consistently, that this is not the majority.
0: Right. But that's the hard part. It's like, how do you turn it off to be like, okay, I'm going to just go forward. I'm going to sally forth and be like, yeah, this, it's okay. Like, I'm going to take a chance out here on love. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. I'm a- <laughs> I'm mean, because craziness happens about and mm. then the other sad part is of course I watch like Snapped and a bunch of other fucking crazy ass like true crime shows like it's your fucking blood infusion I go to sleep to them it's not big deal like <laughs> oh there's no and of don't have nightmares there's no new Hitler doc- documentaries on so therefore I can't watch World War 2 anymore so therefore I have to now watch like Forensic Files and Snapped and whatever's on ID Channel now in my mind I'm just like okay so anytime someone tells me something like i had a friend who was telling me about her niece and the fact that she got pregnant and now she's got a baby daddy and a baby daddy mama right who's like let's you know scam the government and get like this oh kid on in you know insurance scams and social uh, social security scams blah 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 i'm like oh my god so basically like you guys are gonna have to figure out how to kill them oh my god <laughs> Oh, my God. And Or another one where she was telling me, like, her son is dating his best friend's girlfriend, I think it is, or best friend's ex-fiancé or ex-whatever. Sounds like a show that we And I was MTV. like, does he know? And they're like, no. And I was like, well, I'm really concerned for his safety because I feel like once he's, his friend finds out, he's going to try to come. And that's where my mind goes oh my now. God. Like, my mind goes to, like, he's going to try to kill him now. You have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe our true... Troop- true crime podcast people can be like you need to calm it down (laughs) but honestly like that's my mind goes to like okay like i just saw this on a show like you have to be careful
1: well and i think that that's just i mean that's kind of the state and point that i think is most interesting is that a lot of people who go through these things i think a lot of people would say you should be more cautious Mm -hmm. something that already horrible happened in there how did you not see the signs that's where the victim blaming comes Mm -hmm. in because I mean, for me, i that's why a huge part of why I don't date is because, I mean, I had this slew, this is before I knew you, of really horrible, like,
0: oh, yes, I'm aware terrible of
1: type of things that happened to me. There was a guy who ended up being a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, pedophile. Pedophile, yeah. Pedophilia was in prison and stuff. And that was by, by the first date I found this out. And I had to be like, am I contact with you there's another guy who he continually asked like very interested in me and other people at work were like wow he's really into you kind of thing and it got to the point where they were saying do you know his deal and me realizing that he had gotten his ex-girlfriend pregnant <laughs> Was still living with her. In the same month, started dating someone else. Got her pregnant. He was possibly not dating her. But they were all... Both of those chicks were people who were at our work. Sure. And now he was flirting and trying to get with me. That happened.
0: So then I'm like... Mallory. "Mm, Nope. (laughs) Like, it's
1: just... And then at that same time, there was a guy who had a fiance. She lived in Chicago, so they were living away from each other, and he was trying to make moves. He wasn't, I shouldn't say he was trying to make moves on me, but we were testing these friendship boundaries Uh to a point. Same day, like, it's like all in the same year. And so I was telling my friend Ashley about this, and suddenly she was like, I keep forgetting, like, that that all happened so quickly for you. (laughs) And I was like, I know. And she's like, I get it now. Like, She's like, I remember every single one of these things that happened to you. And yet, like, as we're talking about this right now and realizing that it all happened within that one year of continually as things happen, like I had, and that was the same year that that guy who was super creepy, who was stalking me and was giving me gifts that I did not wish to have. And, yep. And she was just like, that all happened in one year. She's like, no fucking wonder that you're not exactly keen on the dating game. And sure. I was like, totally. That's the weird part for me because, yeah, while I'm over here being like, fuck that shit. Like, I am just so too cynical and too aware and too, like, I, over-aware. I think I'm over aware. I'm over aware to the fact that to like a small
0: yeah.
1: red flag and I'm like, I'm done. Yep.
0: Well, I we've already gone through the list. I, went, I made it through one, and you got to three. So, yay.
1: All right. I mean, I would have probably been on the same page with you because of where I'm currently at. <laughs> but I bet other people would have convinced me.
0: It's okay. Because I
1: had been on a date with someone also. This was after that, after I had been in the cities. Mm-hmm. And... He came to the date, we were at a bar, and he was like, I'm really sorry, I'm incredibly sick. And I was like, oh, well, if you need to go home, like, I don't want to. And he was like, it's just a cough and that kind of stuff. Oh, sure. And I was sure. like, okay, well, like,
0: Good. so, like,
1: we went through and we were playing games and stuff, and it was sort of fun, but I just wasn't feeling it. But then I, uh, he was like, well, I'm going to just take the bus. And I was like, well, when does the bus come? And he was like, oh, I've still got 20 minutes. And I was like well, how far away do you live? I was like, I can give you a ride home because you're not that, you know, I didn't want to, like, he was sick, he was whatever, so I was doing the nice thing. He drove into his house, and then he was like, do you want to come in? And I was like, no, just dropping you off. Mm -hmm. And then he texted me several times on my way home, trying to be like, but you should come back. Oh, that happened to me once. Several times. Mm -hmm. And then that was my red flag enough to be like, hey, like, I told you No. And that's a red flag for me. Me saying no means no, and you shouldn't have continued to, like, do what you were doing. Sure. And I told another guy friend at the time about this. So I... (laughs) Mm-hmm. And he ended up saying, why is that a problem? And I said, well, because. I said no. And I was like, he was sick. Well, doy. And and that's when... (laughs) I mean, that was a whole other problem in itself. Of course he did.
0: But... That goes to show. This is all
1: red flag. Hate you, <laughs> You're a douche. Sorry. When did that happen to you? That he was all like, "Hey, hey." Or was that that one guy from like who you randomly met on the train?
0: No, on the train. Wasn't there someone that you met? Hell that, no. No, I don't you know. said there was someone on the subway or something that like. This was different. This was um. Well, I was here and I had gone out with someone who was in my class at college. Okay. And was like, you know, let's go have a date and i was like all right i guess this was during the time of sven Fucking a. <laughs> i need a post-it note second white guy second white guy time of second white guy i was like well yeah maybe this will make second white guy jealous yay and so i was like okay it's fine no problem but you know we had gone to like eat and then we went to a movie and then after the movie he's like you know you should come back to my house and like, we could watch another movie or something. And I was like, Old no, school Netflix and chill. I'm going home because, true, it was DVD and chill or whatever. I don't know at that point. Mm-hmm. Yes, DVDs. Mm-hmm. I was like, No, I'm going to go home. He's like, Are you sure? You know, you can just so- totally come by and like hang but out. We get for it. A you bit. literally
1: have your penis out at this I was point like, We get it.
0: No, I'm going, huh? And so I went home. Clearly. And then I was like, That's it. Like, no, like. Stop trying to stick your dick in things. Like, calm the fuck down. Like, clearly, no. You got issues. I don't want them. I'm out. Plus, yep. I wanted to go out with what's-his-face. We never no. wanted to be bothered with means me. Second no. white guy. Means no. Means no. Mm-hmm.
1: And it means no. It, means
0: it really does. It's like, just like, chill out. Like, back it up. Even this guy, like I said, that's why number one would have stopped me from the jump. Because it's like, okay, right. if you can't figure out signs... I'm out of here because clearly this is not what I'm about and I'm not trying to get with you in the first date. Bye-bye.
1: But the point is clear is that I just don't think that you can blame someone for something where these these people are able to do what they're able to do.
0: Fine. <laughs> Fine. I will accept it. Last thought before we go.
1: <laughs> no, you have none? I don't
0: have anything. You don't have anything. Okay. No, I got nothing. Except, go, Deborah. Good for you. <laughs> I guess. I mean, good for Tara. God. Props to Tara. And I hope that she can kind of forgive herself for doing what she did. But I mean, if nobody's sad about it, I know that it's awful for you to have taken a life, but think of all the lives you've saved. And I think that's always going to be the hard spot of it. Mm hmm.
1: It's hard to imagine. I think when you take a life, it's kind of hard to...
0: But you've saved your life. You've you saved, saved your, your life. mama's life. You've saved your whole family's life. You've saved so many other people's lives as a result of this that you're a heroine. So, but I think
1: the reason why some people have issues is because it's the idea yeah, of like, ahead. oh, holy crap, I'm taking a literal mm-hmm. killing statement of saying my life is worth more than your life. And
0: I can understand that's a hard She did to not do that. What she did was she was like... I'm going to survive, right. and you're not. Yeah. And I don't think that that's wrong.
1: No. God's no. So, not when someone has such evil intentions. No.
0: He's, he was a horrible individual, and I do believe that he deserves to be where he's at. Oh, very clearly. And all of these ladies can now get to restructure and figure out who they are and live decent lives as a result of what happened to them. That's what I think. I agree. Double tap, guys. (laughs) Always double tap.
1: Never (laughs) believe that one's enough.
0: One is never enough. Well, thanks, you guys. (laughs) We would love for you to have your own thoughts, ideas. I pray that you don't have these moments, but if you do, we would love to hear them. (laughs) We're not doctors, but we will support you in any way that you need us to, except for if you decide to murder someone. So if you're someone like dirty john well yeah don't be the dirty john coming to us and making us try to make you you validate we're not validating your shit dirty johns <laughs> okay we're only we're only validating deborah's and tara's and more so tara's you can find us
1: on instagram at battle of podcast you can find us on twitter Battle pod you can email us battle at gmail.com still trying not to be judgy <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't be judgy everything's great
1: 50 oh, shades
0: of Grey. Great. What? It's Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Cheers.
1: Who has that kind of time? I don't have time to come up with five different phones that I'm texting people from to pretend to be the niece of so-and-so and being like, hey, can you come over for dinner? Or, like, I don't have that time to be a villain, I guess. <laughs>